wherever guys been. <laughs> well, welcome back. <laughs> so, remember the the preliminaries because it's going to be one of you is going to be doing it next time. this question a while ago. Uh, what are you doing here? And how are you going to do what you want to do by coming here? I'd like to talk to you about uh, where I was, but can't talk to you about it. <laughs> Not because it was secret or anything like that, but because I was doing something very difficult. Because it was so simple. <laughs> I was trying to be simple. But that was difficult. Uh, so, I have nothing to report other than a sore back. <laughs> Uh, so the answer to the question that I ask I was reminded over and over again about how connected to, to what Warren sort of uh, tried to extract from your mind earlier about why or why are you here what are you doing here and you have to keep remembering this all the time. And if you forget it at any moment, if you forget it at any, at any time while you're, while you're doing, while you're practicing, while you're walking the path, then you may find yourself no longer on the path. And you probably may wonder what happened. I thought I was on the path to somewhere. How come I'm not at my destination yet? How come I'm not close to it yet? I have no idea what that question has to do with what I'm not going to say. <laughs> it's about keeping the path real, keeping the goal real. And by real, it must be something that attunes with you, it must be something that resonates with you. The goal must resonate with you in a deep, real way. And the path must resonate with you in a deep, real way also. If you lose that, then you become just a wanderer. Somebody who is wandering from here to there, not knowing where, where they're going to end up. And why even they're wandering. 
And you may even start to wonder why are you not getting anywhere. It's not a secret of the path, but you have to remember this to be the, to be, uh, the essence of what you're doing. Why are you learning to meditate? What's that got to do with where you, go, where, where you want to go, get to? Uh, in the Samadhi Nimochana Sutra, the Buddha said that the result of all three vehicles depends on shamatha and vipassana. Shamatha is uh, shama means to uh, to, uh, to to pacify, to to calm, to to make peaceful, and ta means to just stay, to remain, to abide, and that's why the Tibetans translate it as she ne she to to pacify and ne is to stay. And unfortunately, we don't have a good translation for it yet. We have quietude, calm abiding, and some people have some other stuff. But remember, so what are you pacifying and where are you staying? You're pacifying the mind. And why are you pacifying the mind? You're pacifying the mind because we've brought the mind to a state of where we've habituated the mind to become an expert at distraction. So we have to pacify the distraction. And what is it that causes the distraction? It is our uh, everyday attitudes, our everyday habits. That's, that's what causes distraction. And we have to learn to pacify this, pacify what these actions have done to the mind. Why do you need to pacify the mind? Why need to learn to stay there? Because the goal that you're looking for can only be achieved after you do that. And I'll say this over and over again, and I'm saying this because uh, uh, I think I'm a bit. I've been on the path a little bit for a little while, and I remembered what I was looking for, and I sort of uh, witnessed other people, those who are new, those who've been around, and those who are happy on the path, and those who are not having any satisfaction on the path. period of time, I've also witnessed that uh, until you do certain things, no matter how much of an exotic teaching you receive, it's not going to do anything for you. And to disturb yourself 
with trying to get exotic teachings is of no use to you. The work is very simple. Take your mind, pacify it, take your mind, discipline it, take that discipline, look at, look at the world for what it is. And the world will give you a gift. And what do you do with that gift? Well, it's actually, it will give you fire. Not fire in the sense of it will give you enthusiasm. All the crap <laughs> that we've accumulated since we don't know when, we have become such experts at accumulating, uh, uh, what's called it, collecting them. We think that they are so important that the fire that you get is to burn them. So that's the path. Discipline your mind, get the fire, and burn the crap. <laughs> it's always that simple. No matter what kind of, no matter how simple the, the method that you're given, no matter how complicated the method that you're given, no matter how exotic the method that you're given, it's the same thing. It's a way for you to discipline your mind. With that disciplined mind, get the fire, and with that fire, bend the, bend the crap. That's what the bodhisattvas have done. That's what they are doing. That's what the Buddhas have done. That's what they are teaching people to do. Okay? So keep it that way. Just remember that. So when you're going to t uh, get a teaching, how is it going to help you discipline your mind? Not how is it in a philosophical way, but how is it going to help you in your condition, in your situation, how is it going to help you discipline your kind of mind? Okay. So it, you may have heard that this teaching is, comes from exotic uh, place, uh, practiced by exotic people, and then once you get it, it doesn't do anything for you. And then you revere this teaching, oh, it's exotic, why is it exotic, and why is it wonderful, I was told so. What is it doing for you? Well, it's decorating my mind right now, so I can tell you I have this beautiful teaching I received from, from, this, from this place. Okay, that's all it's doing for you. So, when you hear something that strikes you, and uh, when you hear something that resonates with you, then you examine that. Then you try to apply it. Then you see if it can get you somewhere. Never mind how exotic it is. Never mind how many pe other people are doing it also. Does it work for you? Bottom line, you have to get yourself, you, ha you have to burn the crap. Well, it's not exactly what the, what the Buddha said in the sutra. 
What's that sutra again? The Buddhas, the Buddhas, the Buddhas do not burn your crap. <laughs> they teach you how to get the fire so you can burn it yourself. <laughs> Paraphrasing, okay. Uh, it has always been. Um, the inspiration for for me to agree to share what I what I am convinced about is to help people stay real with the path okay. and if I have helped people anyone do that then I have accomplished what I wanted to do uh, unfortunately I can't give you the fire and if I could I would burn the crap for you <laughs> but, sorry, <laughs> I got my own crap to burn. <laughs> okay. The pacification part, the pacifying part, there are several steps. You hear in this book and that book, and you and everybody who's supposed to be an authority says there are nine stages. Don't get hung up on that on that number. Okay? It's just a way to help you to help you see oh there's a, there's an end to it there are nine stages okay there's an end to the to the to the to the to the uh, training of pacifying the mind it's not forever okay and if you've been on the path forever and sometimes it feels that way <laughs> If, it, if the path feels like you've been on it forever, then perhaps you've forgotten what you, why you were there. You've forgotten that the, what, you, what you were simply set out to do. Discipline your mind, get the fire, and burn the crap. <laughs> Sorry, no, this is why... Uh, I don't get to say this kind of word too often. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the perfect skillful means of being able to use that. I'm going to make full use of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you can use all kinds of metaphors, you know. When you start burning the crap, it starts to smell, the kinds of stuff. So, <laughs> uh, actually, the Buddha did call it crap. Mm. When the Buddha referred to samsara, the Buddha called it a pit of sewage. Mm. Okay, a pit of crap. <laughs> okay, so it's not my, it's not just my words. Okay, I didn't just make it up. Uh, okay. So, that's it. That's all you got to do. 
discipline your mind in whatever way you can. And uh, those of and I mentioned it last time. privilege and fortunate that uh, for those I guess it's been years right <laughs> for those many years that uh, you've allowed me to sit here and talk to you uh, share my convictions and at the same time that many of you have allowed me to take a peek into your mind and for sharing with me the beauty that's in there and I feel very very privileged and I and a lot of you uh, are truly don't know how fortunate you are most of you And you're fortunate in such a sense that you're like a like a prince or a princess who has amnesia. You don't know that you're a prince. You don't know that there's a kingdom waiting for you. you your life is set. You know, your career is set for you as soon as you were born. You're going to be a king. You're going to be the queen. But you don't know that. So you go around wondering, thinking that you're a common, a commoner. I'm not talking about classes and things like that. I'm just making a metaphor, okay? <laughs> and I've, I felt, I feel very, very, I mean, extremely privileged that, that you've allowed me to see this. But at the same time, I'm upset. I'm upset. Very, very upset that you don't see it. You have such great talents, such great attributes. And these things, they don't just come by like, uh, uh, you don't just pick them up on the street while, you know, while you're walking around. And there isn't you know, like some, some great, uh, no, some great being out there who's, uh, who's uh, you know, giving them out, you know, uh, at random and just happen to be lucky. The reason that you have those qualities, those attributes, is because you worked hard to get them. And you forgot how hard you worked to get them. So you think that they're just, you know, they're just normal, regular. You don't treasure them the way you should be treasuring them. They're very, just, I'll mention just one of them, and probably some of you probably will think I'm crazy for saying that. Just the fact that you're interested in this kind of stuff, 
is incredible. That itself is a rare gift that you earn through hard work. And the fact that you're able to make a decision, let me investigate it further. And you're able to do that. You set, you set this up so you can do that. That's even, that's even more incredible. And you have, and you have these, these other uh, outer things, and you have inner things that are going on. And I don't have to mention some of the stuff that you've shared with me. And in some ways, you have to be very careful. I have to be very careful because I don't want you to. Uh, in your developing, in your developmental stage, I don't want to uh, tell you that you're great, and then, unfortunately, it, it, it becomes a, a danger for you. Then your head get blow, get, it blow your, it, no, it blows your head. Doesn't make sense. It blows your head. <laughs> it blows your head. It blows off your head. <laughs> you get a big head out of it. You get a big head from it. Okay. Well, never mind the expression. Uh, uh, it, it, it makes you just inflates your ego, and then, and I and I see your ego sometimes that the ego get inflated in, in two ways. You think too much of yourself, or you think too little of yourself. But most of the time, you think too little of yourself. So. It would be it would be a waste of an incredible fortune if you don't see the treasure that that you have in your mind and then that you don't do anything with it. And I'll be even be even more upset and, 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 and I'll ad admit it uh, some of you should be teaching really teaching some of you have uh, although I have, it, you, it seems like you've been on the path, or you, know, you just decided to come on the path just a few years ago, or a few months ago, but you have qualities that far exceed people who, I, who know who have been on the path for decades. So telling you this shouldn't be a poison where you, you become inflated with either thinking, "Oh, I'm so special," you said it on that day. <laughs> but I want you to know that you worked hard to get to that stage. So don't waste it. Don't waste all that hard work. Be patient with some of the things that you, haven't, you don't have yet. Appreciate the things that you have. Okay. It's a sign of selfishness do not appreciate your good qualities. 
and that's, that was very, very difficult to to make myself a, a accept. It is a great sign of selfishness not to know who you are and that you and that you have excellent, beautiful qualities that you can share with others, that you can help others with. Enough with bashing yourself, you know, telling you, oh, I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm no good, I'm no good. Enough of that. Enough, enough of that egotism. Enough of that selfishness. You're great. Just realize it. Okay? When the Buddha was born, <laughs> okay, I mean, with a modern mind, it's kind of difficult to understand because when you see babies, you don't see them do that kind of stuff. <laughs> now, when the Buddha was born, <laughs> I mean, just born, just came out of the womb. Okay? It took seven steps in each of the directions. It just came out of the womb. It took seven steps. It took seven steps. And then he said, and he looked around. I mean, look, looking in all the directions. He was, what was he looking for? He was looking for his equal. And, what did, and where did he find his equal? Which direction? It's a trick question. He couldn't find an equal. And he made the declaration. Among bipeds, I'm superior. <laughs> and he wasn't being egotistical. He was being telling the truth. I mean, he, he was the greatest. <laughs> Either you're equal to him or you're less than him. And that's it. Because there's no being higher than, than that. It doesn't mean that there's only one of them, one of, one, one of him who, is, who has that stage. When you reach Buddhahood, you're going to make that statement. And it will be the... Should I, should I ask, can I say that? God, honest, truth? <laughs> is, is that a blasphemy or something? <laughs> so when you make that statement, you look, uh, when, you, no, no, when you come out of your mother's womb and then you take seven steps to the east and seven steps to the west and so forth and you look around and you see, ah, there's no, one, there's no one higher than me. And you make that statement and you'll be telling the truth and there will be no ego involved. Okay? So, Make, take, your steps, take your steps, look into your mind, okay, these are my good qualities, and I recognize them. The reason I have them is because I work hard to get them, so I, I shouldn't waste them. Okay, I, should do something, I, should do the, I should do something great with them. Okay. And supposedly, learning to meditate is one of, the things that you, one of the great things you can do with it. And take it slow with meditation. And that's a secret. You take it slow with meditation, you end, getting, you end up getting to your destination faster. And if you try to quick, if you try to uh, speed things up, you slow yourself. Okay? That's the ones 20, 40, 50 years later. They're still trying to get married so they can sit without their knees uh, uh, hurting them. Okay. But if you just take it slow, don't go around be an initiation collector, don't go around being uh, somebody who says, uh, oh, I know all the great lamas, I've taken initiation teachings from them, and you can't remember what teachings you, they gave you, but you remember you took some great teachings from them. <laughs> <laughs> it was you know, that very special teaching that only that only uh, was available to a very few people, and 10 million people showed up at that teaching. <laughs> okay. 
So if all you have to work with that's working for you is to just observe the breath, then that's your highest teaching. Work with it. It will get you to discipline your mind. So you can use that disciplined mind. I mean, get to use that. <laughs> so you can look at reality for what it is, and then you get your fire, so you can burn the crap. Okay. <sighs> Very interesting talk after the retreat. <laughs> So I will teach, we will eventually talk about the nine stages, the nine levels, okay? And of course I will not teach it the way that you will usually hear it taught somewhere else, okay, elsewhere. Else. Okay, that was enough uh, crap. <laughs> That's your homework, okay? Find that beauty that's in you. I'm not talking about that new agey kind of stuff, kind of beauty in you kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm not talking about some abstract beauty. I'm talking about the real beauty that's in you. Find it. Appreciate it. Okay? That's your homework. You'll be examined next time. Okay? Let's uh, do a closing meditation. So find a state. state of mind that you reach during the preliminaries, you can find it just by simply recalling it. Let the recalling be as vividly as you can make it. And just let that recollection infuse your body and mind. stabilize this state. Observe five cycles of breath.
Now learn to work within the state without the work disturbing it. So within that state, let your heart embrace all beings. And look at their conditions. And just let the seeing their condition give rise to a natural sense of compassion for them, a natural sense of love. And let that love and that compassion connect you to them. And don't let the word sentient being be just an abstract. Think of actual people with actual situations. that you feel that connects you to them, that love that connects you to them is a power. And use that connection, use that power to share with them the state that you are now enjoying that degree of calm, that degree of calmness, that degree of peace, that degree of clarity. And let your own clarity, your own calmness, let it become what will alleviate, whatever will alleviate their conditions. Think of a particular person, a particular situation, a place that you have some concerns about and make your resolution 
that you will stay on the path in order to bring about the resolution. And dedicate the merits of tonight's talk, whatever understanding you may have gained, dedicate its merit to help you achieve this, to achieve it in a way that is ultimate. Bring your attention back to your breath. And through the awareness of the breath, become aware of the gross body again. That is deliberately bring your awareness to the body. Be aware of the top of your head. Increase the awareness of the body until you're aware of the whole body from top of your head to your toes. Thank you once more for sharing this night with me and allowing me to discover some things. And see you again. Thank you. Thank you.